Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. All right, so. First topic we're going to talk about is coffee creamer. Um, when I first started doing nutrition, uh, my coffee creamer, <laughs> when I first started actually working as a personal trainer, I guess you could say, because I, I, I really didn't do just specifically just nutrition. I did personal training and then I would work with each client on their nutrition because I just truly felt like I was just taking their money and wasting their money if they didn't have their nutrition right. So uh, when I first started doing nutrition, my personal coffee creamer many, many, many years ago was um, the French vanilla coffee mate, the liquid French vanilla coffee mate creamer. I put it in my creamer every single day. I didn't give it a second thought. I mean, just didn't even phase me. Then I would go to Quick Trip and I would use the French vanilla coffee creamer there. Well, over the years, obviously, a number of you know that I've had um, autoimmune issues and I've had uh, just extraordinary uh, health issues when it came to food intolerances and reactions from foods. And uh, one of the things that my uh, primary doctor, Dr. Uh, Richard Bly, who does more preventative care medicine, not necessarily traditional medicine, Um, He did a hormone panel on me and he checked my estrogen. And so I guess there's three different types of estrogen that you'll check. And one of the types of estrogen would be the more dangerous uh, form of estrogen to have because it is the one that would typically be elevated when you're dealing with breast cancer, ovarian cancer, cervical cancer, those types of things. And so that particular level on me was like, through the roof. It was well over, I think it was over 150. And I think he said he wanted it to be like around 50 or 60. And so he um, put me on what was called tamoxifen, which I guess is a pretty standard traditional med that um, they will put, uh, let's say like a breast cancer patient or something like that on just to block the body's ability to take on any bad estrogen. So I did tamoxifen for three months and then we went back, did the blood work and nothing had changed. And so I said, well, I mean, if nothing's changed after three months, I'm going to stop taking this medication. I've done my own research and I've found that 
um, if I can switch to organic chicken and if I can switch to organic eggs and if I can switch to uh, non-dairy, um, meaning this coffee made, if I can switch out of this creamer and move over to something else, I should be able to um, lower my estrogen levels, lower my bad estrogen levels. And he said, well, that's certainly worth a try. You know, why don't you try that? And I said, well, I'm going to take this medicine out because I, I don't really want to do the medicine route anymore. I really didn't want to do it to begin with, but I knew that it was a dangerous level of estrogen. So I said, well, I'm going to take this out and then I'm going to... Um, just do this. We'll take a three-month trial where I'll, the only things I'm going to change is I'm going to go from regular chicken to organic chicken. I'm going to go from uh, regular eggs to organic eggs, and then I'm going to eliminate my um, coffee creamer, and I'm going to start using uh, unsweetened coconut milk, which I did do the unsweetened vanilla coconut milk, and I also did some almond milk, which I found that I didn't personally care for the almond milk as much, although I don't dislike almond milk. But I was used to having creamer, so I was used to my coffee feeling cre creamy. Like it, it, it just had a consistency to it that I was accustomed to. It also had a color that I was accustomed to, and it didn't have that with almond milk. And so there was a pretty significant adjustment period for me. I would say um, I was immaturely in mourning for about a month, but I get I would get up at that point. I had 5 a.m.s every single day and I would get up at, you know, 3.30 in the morning and my coffee was kind of how I was functioning back then and that was back when I used to do caffeinated coffee. So we did the test and I made those three adjustments. And again, remember my numbers, that bad estrogen was around 150. And, and for the men in this group, just understand that you don't wanna have those bad estrogen levels either. That's a great way to uh, decline your testosterone. It will cause issues with your prostate. Like there's a number of reasons you'll store body fat. I mean, you don't wanna have um, bad estrogen levels either. So we did the three-month trial. I went back, we redid the blood work, and I was like down to 50, which is where he said he wanted me to be. But then even he was kind of blown away because I was so high. Like he kind of figured, okay, maybe I'll go from 150 to 100 and then gradually would start to work myself down a little bit. But I didn't. I went all the way down to where he wanted me to within that three-month period of time. That was without the medication. That was without any supplements to assist me. That was just simply changing those three components to my food. I didn't go berserk doing everything organic. I just did those three things. And so I um, had a little relapse where I decided that I was going to go back to the coffee and I feel like uh, the coffee creamer and I feel like it happened because we were, we were out of town somewhere and I can't remember what city it was. And it was just kind of like, I mean, I can't, I, I just like wave my hands like, well, I can't get it unsweetened vanilla coconut milk here I don't know why apparently the city I was staying in I had convinced myself they didn't have grocery stores and I couldn't just go buy it but either way I spent a whole entire week going back into half and half and then whenever we would hit a gas station I would do their you know french vanilla uh, hazelnut you know all those uh, coffee mate little creamers I did that for a week and I was blown away by how different I felt after a week. It was a pretty significant difference. My stomach was super swollen. It kind of looked like I had um, 
you know, like a donut hanging over my, uh, over my pants. Now I didn't change my food. Uh, I was still, you know, actually when we went out, I just simply didn't do chicken or eggs because I knew I couldn't get it organic, but the coffee, I was just like, I, I can't be here for a week and not have my coffee creamer. I'm doing regular coffee creamer. And it made a big difference. I gained weight. I gained swelling. I felt that I was a little bit emotionally off. And so since I know my doctor very well, I asked him to run me another blood panel because I wanted to see how it shifted. And I realize this is a long-winded story, but I just want you to know after one week's worth of going back to uh, that, I think we were in Florida, um, one week's worth of going back to that, I um, had already increased my estrogen levels, the bad estrogen levels, and they were over 100 again. So that really, um, uh, it really shocked me. I mean, it, it really, it really did. It hit me pretty hard. And this was about, I want to say this was maybe 12 years ago. So this is quite a while ago. Um, but I, I, it, it made such an impression on me that I'll never have any of those types of creamers ever, ever again. I mean, ever again. Um, and what was interesting was I used to uh, be in a relationship with someone who did nutrition for a living. So we both were, you know, always, you know, kind of helping each other and helping other people. And we go out to a restaurant, we start giving people advice and, you know, all this stuff. And I just think for all those years, we both really truly felt like that product was an okay product. And it, it made such a change in me that it ultimately made an impression on him. And he started changing the way he did nutrition in some of those ways because he realized, wow, um, you know, some of these women that I feel like are estrogen dominant, you know, we could change this estrogen dominance literally just by changing the type of food uh, that they're having. So you're talking about someone who had already done nutrition for 20 years. I've done it for 20 years now, but you know, I'd only been doing it for about 10 years, but you're talking about someone who had already been doing it for 20 years. And this was sort of like an aha moment where we both realized from my blood work that after one week, one week, I was able to double my bad estrogen levels and I hadn't even brought the chicken and the eggs back in. I had just bought, brought the coffee creamer back in. So estrogen, signs of estrogen dominance would be just that, that sort of like that spare tire feeling around your belly. Um, and then, you know, understanding that your hormones will get completely out of whack, you know, you'll kind of, you, you may end up having cycles. Um, that was another strange thing that happened that week was by the end of the week, I had my period and um, sorry for the men out there, but I uh, had my period and I had, I had, I should not have been having my period. I, I think I'd had my period like the week before. Um, and I do believe we're in Florida because I remember feeling like, why am I having my period right now? Like I was so excited that I had already had it, you know, the week prior. And so that's when it kind of dawned on me, oh my gosh, this is, all, this is changing my estrogen levels with just this amount. And to be honest with you, um, at the time, uh, the, uh, my, my boyfriend was like, there's just no way it would change it, you know, in that amount of time. And I'm like, it's the only thing that could have been changing it. And I'm on my cycle again, something. And then when we <laughs> ran the blood work, it was pretty remarkable. We were both like, wow, 
So then I get back into town. I put myself back on the coconut milk and I find myself almost withdrawing uh, from not having the coffee creamer. So it wasn't even just that uh, I, I mean, I, I, there are actual products or ingredients inside there that were genuinely causing me to feel like I was uh, having withdrawal. And, and there is, if you look at the ingredients on a typical coffee creamer, um, I just, you know, I've, I've got just your standard, you know, coffee made and then, you know, the, the regular one. And then I have the sugar-free French, uh, French vanilla. And that was the one that I was doing was the sugar-free one. It's first of all, the first ingredient is hydronated vegetable oil. Um, and it is uh, palm oil and soybean oil. <laughs> So I was intentionally drinking soybean oil every day. Well, this is how, this is like at during that time of my life where they were discovering that I had Hashimoto's. They hadn't really fully discovered any kind of autoimmune yet. They knew I was hypothyroid, but they hadn't determined that it was Hashimoto's yet. So I'm, I'm genuinely consuming soybean oil every single day. Now, I used to be a coffee addict because I was up at 3.30 in the morning every day. I worked at 5 a.m. six days a week. And I would drink probably five or six cups of coffee in a day. And of course, every single one of them had to have like four of these in, in it or I couldn't have the cup of coffee. Now, I was smart and I used stevia. Somehow that made it all okay, but I also used to use stevia in the raw and stevia in the raw had maltodextrin in it. So I was getting that as well as this vegetable oil. Then next thing is corn syrup solids. So number one, it's corn, but it's also corn syrup. Um, sodium caseinate, obviously there's dairy in there, natural and artificial flavors. I've, done, I've, I've posted several articles for you guys on this. Dipotassium phosphate, mono and diglycerides, salt, sodium, there's a, a there's a word I can't even pronounce and I don't even want to try. Sucralose, which is Splenda, so that's a chemical-based uh, sweetener. Um, and then this is the craziest thing. It just says yeast. It just has yeast. <laughs> it had yeast in it. And so here I am, you know, not knowing I have an autoimmune disease, but yet every single day of my life, I'm bringing in different forms of corn. I'm bringing in corn syrup solids. I'm bringing in uh, vegetable oil, soybean oil, uh, and, and, and sucralose uh, through chemical. So this is what I was withdrawing from that week that I didn't have it. Now, unsweetened vanilla coconut milk isn't perfect. I mean, if you look at the ingredients, there's still gums and there's, you know, there's, there's different things in there. Um, so it's not perfect by any stretch. And so if you're dealing with a severe issue, uh, you'd want to stay away from that stuff and maybe get like a can of coconut cream. Um, but I mean, ultimately you, you just seriously, you know, if you're having severe issues with your body, you seriously have to get off this this coffee mate stuff. This is absolute garbage. And so I, I wanted to give you that full spectrum story uh, because I, I wholeheartedly believe that this stuff was responsible for creating a lot of the immune sensitivities that I ended up having over the years because I consumed this every single day, all throughout the day. Now, I don't have the ingredients on the version that was at um, 
quick trip, but I highly doubt it's any better, and it might have been a little bit worse. So anyways, you've got two people that did nutrition, one for 20 years, one for 10 years, and we had somehow convinced ourselves that this was acceptable, and that is kind of where medicine and nutrition and fitness was in that stage. That was when I worked at a powerhouse gym. And so that is sort of where like the society as a whole, that's sort of how, how things were just looked at. It was count your macros. Does it fit within this macronutrient profile? Nobody was looking at the ingredients. And the only reason in the past 10, maybe 12 years, people have even started looking at the ingredients is because people are getting sick and they're just walking around sick all the time. They're, they're tired. And when a, when a normal person goes in and they're feeling this, they get their thyroid checked, but they only get a TSH checked. They don't get a T3, they don't get a T4. T3 is your active hormone. If your T4 is not converting to T3, you can run T4 all day long. If you don't run the T3 to see if your active hormone is at a good spot, you'll never really know. And if you wait until your TSH is off, you're really gonna have a thyroid issue by that point. Now, the biggest issue is they don't run thyroid antibody panels. They, they don't check your antibodies. If my antibody levels had been checked years prior, I would have known that I had Hashimoto's. And I can guarantee you I had Hashimoto's because I was having responses to everything that I was having. It's just no one knew to, to tell me to do these things. Now, then I started working with someone like Dr. Bly. He started running those items. I started working with someone like Dr. Wesleyan, Dr. Annabone. They started running all of those different levels. And that's when we determined that it was autoimmune. But then that even opens up a whole other door. So you're sitting there like, okay, well, I have an autoimmune disease, but what does that mean? Well, really, out of those three doctors, the main doctor that pointed the finger at the food was my chiropractor. I went to a homeopathic MD, and then I went to a concierge-style hormone replacement doctor, and they were very open in saying, you do really need to get your food right. You need to learn what foods that you need to consume but they didn't know what foods I needed to consume. And the chiropractor was the most informed. Now she still felt that I needed more knowledge and that began a whole different level of studying for me. And that began a whole different level of seeking for me. And now, you know, it, it, it's turned me into kind of what I am today, you know, and if I hadn't had those health circumstances, I may have, I may be making exceptions for things like this. I know several uh, nutrition coaches in the area that are incredibly successful and they don't look at ingredients. They don't pay attention to sucralose. They wouldn't have an issue with the vegetable oils. They don't pay attention to those pro-inflammatory foods. But I'm dealing with a number of people on a regular basis that have symptoms in their body. If you have symptoms of pain, if you have symptoms of skin issues, if you have symptoms of uh, chronic joint issues, if you have gut issues, if you have allergy issues, uh, you, you have to get off a coffee creamer like this. This is just absolutely toxic. Now, I've taught you about all those ingredients that I just read, so you know it's not as if you don't know what I'm talking about. And the, and the only difference between this one and the regular um, coffee made 
is that it it has corn syrup solids in it as well um, but then it just also has sugar in it so this ha this one has sucralose but it also has sugar in it but they both have um, the corn syrup solids so your options or possibilities for a healthier choice of um, coffee creamer would maybe be nut pods um, it would be the so delicious brand they make creamer coconut milk creamer um, they also uh, make unsweetened vanilla coconut milk which i highly recommend as your creamer that to me um, is better than the actual creamer because with the creamer you need to get just the plain because the vanilla version on the creamer actually has sugar added to it but with the unsweetened vanilla coconut milk you're going to get that same consistency that's going to feel a lot like you're having half and half or you're having cream now if you see the ingredients in the coconut milk or the almond milk and you feel like that's more ingredients than what you're comfortable with having uh, check out Whole Foods. Their 365 brand does have less ingredients. Um, however, does still have a fair amount of ingredients. If you want to go even, you know, even clearer on it, get yourself a can of coconut cream. Add your own vanilla, you know, alcohol-free vanilla. Uh, add cinnamon to it and uh you know add your stevia to it and build it that way and blend it all it's it's it tastes amazing if you blend it all now another way that you could get out of that coffee creamer is the flavored collagen so collagen vital proteins does have a coffee creamer collagen and it's it it's basically collagen but they've just made it into a consistency that they feel is more like a coffee creamer now i truly feel that the actual just collagen powder works beautifully you can stir it but it will taste a whole lot better if you blend that so i would recommend blending that um, if you are going to do your collagen in your coffee now here's the biggest people mistake that people make uh, when they do collagen in their coffee they don't accept that they're actually adding 10 grams of protein if they put a whole scoop of collagen in there. So they don't recognize that. They just recognize I'm no longer doing the um, half and half or the cream, which is good. It's good. It's a good step. So you're making a good step out of that. But they don't recognize that I'm going to sit here and eat three eggs, but I'm also going to have my cup of coffee with my full scoop of collagen in it. So instead of having 25 grams of protein, I'm now having 35 grams of protein so that's a that's a big difference you know if you're a female my size having 35 grams of protein in one meal is a bit high and i'm unlikely to really digest all that very well now as my snack i could do that scoop of collagen in my coffee <clears throat> because maybe i want to have that 10 grams of protein there for my snack but you want to be cautious you know if you're going to put a scoop of collagen in your coffee for breakfast you probably need to remove one of the eggs so that you're not over consuming on protein you have to count that collagen as your protein now i just put last week posted a coffee latte recipe um, and you know it does call for cacao powder but if you just use chocolate collagen it's i mean it's just as effective and honestly that recipe car is so old that you were only buying unflavored collagen back then so um you know you do unflavored collagen and then you'd add your own vanilla or you'd add your own cinnamon or you'd add pumpkin spice you know you can make it however you like ancient nutrition makes a um 
salted caramel uh, collagen. And uh, Dave from O'Fallon Nutrition just ordered it so that I could tell people about it. So they should have it if, if you live here in St. Louis. If you don't, O'FallonNutrition.com, they'll ship to you. Uh, but it's salted caramel collagen. And that, I mean, that's just delicious in coffee. You know, that just, you know, you can still put some of that almond milk or some of that coconut milk, the unsweetened in there, just to cream it up a little bit more and some more of your stevia. Uh, but you can really produce a great flavor. And then Primal has a snickerdoodle version. I've never had that because I just know I can't do all those. I, I just can't do flavors and things like that. So there's nothing wrong with it. By all means, you guys can have it. I just I have such a sensitive body, I can't have it. But snickerdoodle would be amazing in your coffee. But then just simply vanilla is great. I mean, it just makes a French vanilla. If you're going to Starbucks to get coffee, they do not have a coconut milk that doesn't have sugar. They do not have an almond milk that doesn't have sugar. Uh, their stevia has maltodextrin. What I normally recommend doing is going to Starbucks with your thermal cup, buy one from them if you want to, to feel more like you fit in. Go with your thermal cup, have it filled up with stevia, have it filled up with your coconut milk or your almond milk. Same thing at Caldi's or, or whatever coffee shop you guys are going to. And then put their coffee in it if you really want. I mean, I don't personally love Starbucks coffee, so that's not really an issue for me. Only reason I used to like Starbucks coffee was because I got a French vanilla latte or a mocha latte, and it was basically just syrup that they were giving me, and it was terrible, terrible for me. Um, so if you're going to Starbucks, load up your own sweetener, load up your own creamer, and you can either do coffee or you could do an Americana, which is just espresso, with hot water so you could do that that americana and then pour that uh, pour that inside your coconut milk or your almond milk in and in, in with your stevia as well um again remember if you're putting that collagen in there that has become calories that is to be accounted for those grams of protein are to be accounted for now if you're just taking a teaspoon you know and you're putting it in there just to get you i'm just talking about not necessarily a serving spoon teaspoon but just your kitchen the smaller spoon you put one of those in there versus a scoop which is basically like a quarter of a scoop probably not that big a deal if you're just able to get through getting out of the bad creamers you know if that's what you have to do to be able to get out of the bad creamers perfect i don't see anything wrong with that um, but changing your coffee creamer is a game changer. You don't want the soy. That soy is going to convert to bad estrogen. So the two components that were converting that bad estrogen was the soy products that were in there in addition to the, um, not just the soy, but the dairy. And the dairy was non-organic. And the non-organic dairy is going to have estrogen in it. So... That's my story about coffee creamer. I cannot recommend it enough to get it out. You will never be low histamine enough if you're still doing a, a, a dairy coffee mate creamer or anything like that. And if you haven't tried to eliminate dairy yet, I would highly recommend doing that as well. It will surprise you how dramatic the difference can be in how you feel when you start to downregulate dairy. And if you're consuming non-organic dairy, you're asking to build these bad estrogen levels. Now, from a chicken standpoint, um, 
Pete's question was, is the bear chicken fully organic or 100% organic? That is what they market it as. Now, when you go to buy Tyson chicken, they, of course, market it as being all natural and they market it as being antibiotic free, but they don't market it as being organic. Um, so I would consider doing the bear chicken at your standard grocery store like a Deerberg's or Schnooks here in St. Louis. Um, or when you're at Whole Foods, I would, you know, I would consider doing their organic chicken just to not get that bad estrogen and build those bad estrogen levels. Um, now, as far as easy ways or creative ways, um, yes, your doctor told you to never have anything with soy. I don't know who your doctor is, but I like them. That's fantastic because not all doctors do that. And, you know, soy is going to convert to estrogen. And what I'll find that's just so interesting is if you go into a cancer care center, it's amazing the foods that they will have available and the drinks that they'll have available for everyone to have. And those are foods that are going to increase that bad estrogen. And so many cancers are developed and furthered along because of bad estrogen. So, I mean, just be cautious of your choices. And yes, avoid soy whenever possible. Uh, Elisa says eliminating dairy was huge for her, helped with her back inflammation so much. I once had a, a client that I worked with for six months and at the end of the six months, she was going to Italy and it was her um, son and daughter-in-law's wedding and it was this big deal and far be it for me to tell the woman what she should eat when she gets to go to Italy. She had been, you know, working so, you know, diligently at getting herself into better shape and I think she lost around 60 pounds. Uh, she did very well. Um, but one of the other reasons that she came to me was just chronic pain, um, really chronic pain. And within the first month, like Elisa's saying, um, her chronic pain was gone. She didn't have any pain. And that was within a 30-day period of time. Now, we didn't bring any dairy back in. She stayed away from it for a full six months. But when she went to Italy, she started having cheese. Um, she had some ice cream, um, gelato. And then she had um, coffee creamer. And then she started having bread. Well, within two days of being there, the chronic pain that had not been there for five months was back. And when she got home, and she continued to have it all throughout the week because she was there and it was something she wanted to do, but it kept up and kept up. When she came home, it took her a month and a half. She got herself back on normal plan, but it took her a month and a half to get that pain to go away. So a week's worth of those foods caused a response in her body that stuck with her for over a month and a half. You know, I'm not a doctor, okay, but I can tell you a number of doctors that I've worked with and most of them don't really know much about nutrition and they're very open and honest about it. Um, but what I can tell you is in 20 years of working with people, I am an educator, uh, but I'm also an investigator. And I have case study after case study after case study after case study of people and how they responded to food. And one of the ways that they uh, that they uh, responded to food um, is just simply that 
dairy was a negative response. I mean, they just truly had a negative response to dairy. Um, and when it was brought back in, the skin issue came back, the gut issue came back, the joint issue came back, the acne on the face came back. There were, there were just very consistent uh, uh, symptoms, allergy symptoms. It just came back. And so it was so noticeable. And it was enough for that person to realize it's not worth it. I don't, I don't want to go back there. You know, so that's just something that you need to test the waters with. But it's very difficult to do that if you don't give yourself that full three weeks or a full month's worth of time staying away from it. You really want to do what you can to try to downregulate those histamine responses. My name is Debbie. I'm a mom, nutrition coach, and my husband and I own a gym. I'm also a baker. I bake healthy cookies, brownies, and muffins that are high in protein and low in sugar. And yes, they are gluten-free and dairy-free. Our daughter, Sophie, is our greatest inspiration, so we decided to name all of our baked goods after her. The idea for Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins came out of a real need to provide our daughter with a healthy snack. These healthy snacks make her more alert, balanced, and overall more joyful. We know that our baked goods are a better way to snack, and we want everyone to experience it. If you like snacking, then you will love our baked goods. Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins are for all ages. We don't want anyone to miss out on the benefits of our delicious and nutritious snacks. These are going fast. Order your very own Sophie's cookies, muffins, and brownies today.